1: A cliffhanger in Pennsylvania, it's too close to call in the Pennsylvania primary race. An automatic recount is likely. The president in Buffalo, New York, yesterday, labeled the deadly mass shooting an act of domestic terrorism. Investigators say the March crash of a China Eastern jetliner was intentional. Live and large tax filings show Black Lives Matter co-founder Patrice Cullors used millions in Black Lives Matter funds for friends, family, and personal use. He's not done yet. Former New York City Mayor de Blasio plans to run for Congress in the newly redrawn 10th Congressional District. Here's your top five at five. It's too close to call. It will likely be days and days before the winner of the Pennsylvania Senate race is known on the GOP side. A razor-thin margin of a tenth of a percentage point separates Republican frontrunners Dr. Oz, Mehmet Oz, and Dave McCormick. Under Pennsylvania's election law, a less than 0.5% split automatically triggers a recount. The winner of the GOP primary will face Democratic Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman in the open-seat race for the U.S. Senate. It is crucial to control of the U.S. Senate, Dr. Oz, confident he will be victorious. We're not going to have
0: a result tonight. When all the votes are tallied, I am confident we will win.
1: With mail-in ballots still to be factored in, McCormick said, we can see the path ahead, we can see victory ahead. Factoring in, conservative commentator Kathy Barnett searched an opinion poll shortly before primary election day, Fetterman, meanwhile, won the Democratic primary nod in Pennsylvania despite suffering a stroke last Friday. He beat moderate Congressman Connor Lamb. Republican Pennsylvania Senator Pat Toomey is retiring. President Joe Biden and the First Lady visited Buffalo, New York, yesterday following Saturday's mass shooting, which killed 10 people and injured three. President Biden called the deadly massacre an act of domestic terrorism. White
0: supremacy is a poison. It's a poison running through it. really is running through our body politic. And it's been allowed to fester and grow right in front of our eyes.
1: Biden said he rejects the lie of white supremacy and called on Americans to do the same. He also condemned figures who spread the lie for power, political gain and for profit without naming specific individuals. Alleged shooter, 18-year-old Peyton Gendron, is held without bail. He wrote an 180-page manifesto, publishing it online, laying out racist and anti-Semitic ideology in the days before the killings. 11 of the 13 shooting victims were black. The China-Eastern jetliner, which crashed into a mountainside in March, killing all 132 persons aboard, appears to have been an intentional act. The Wall Street Journal first reported the findings of the investigation. The publication reported flight data from the doomed jetliner suggests someone in the cockpit pushed the Boeing 737-800 into near vertical descent while cruising at a high altitude. A handful of people gathered at the scene of the deadly crash, telling Reuters... They were there to offer prayers for crash victims.
2: This is the only thing we can do. We cannot go to the crash location, so we feel very sad. So we can only do our little bit and do whatever we can.
1: Data from the plane's black box recovered at the crash site near the city of Was indicates controls in the cockpit led the plane to its deadly descent. U.S. officials involved in the investigation have shifted their focus to two possibilities – the actions of the pilot, or that someone stormed the cockpit causing the crash, according to the publication. Chinese investigators have not cited any mechanical or flight control issues in their investigation. Newly released tax documents show that the Black Lives Matter Global Foundation has nearly $42 million in net assets. Co-founder Patrice Cullors used charity funds for friends, family, and personal use. The company of the father of Colors Child, Damon Turner, was paid nearly $970,000 to help produce live events and provide other creative services. Colors used $76,000 to pay for a private jet. Patrice Colors' brother, Paul, received more than $840,000 for providing security to the foundation. The revelations after colors denied any wrongdoing in an interview with the Associated Press. My life is a direct support to black people, including my black family members, uh, first and foremost. And uh, for so many black folks who are able to invest um, in themselves and their community, they choose to invest in their family. And that's what I've chosen to do. A consulting firm run by Shalamaya Byers, a secretary for Black Lives Matter, was paid $2.1 million to provide BLM with operational support, staffing, fundraising, and other key services. Leaders have attempted to justify the expenses by saying the foundation's protection could not be entrusted to former police professionals who typically run security firms because the BLM movement is known for vehemently protesting law enforcement organizations. Former New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio is not done with politics just yet. De Blasio told a state lawmaker he plans to run for New York's newly redrawn 10th congressional districts. It's the seat-entrenched Democrat, Democratic Congressman Jerry Nadler has to vacate to battle former longtime ally, Representative Karen, Carolyn Maloney, in the redrawn 12th district. The former mayor told Assemblyman Simpson Einstein Tuesday that he is committed to running in the race de Blasio also toyed with the idea of running for governor of New York, but decided against it.
2: No, I am not going to be running for governor of New York State, but I am going to devote every fiber of my being to fight inequality in the state of New York.
1: De Blasio also considered running in the 11th congressional district before the state's redistricting maps were tossed out the first time, but dropped his bid back in February. Your forecast from the Ramsey Mazda Weather Center increase in clouds today are high 69, some showers between 09 p.m. and 3 a.m., followed by rain. The low 58, there's an 80% chance of precipitation overnight. That rain should taper off by about mid-morning tomorrow, then a few showers midday. Tomorrow's high 70. Right now, 56 degrees, clear skies here in Manhattan. Deborah Valentine with your 77 WABC early news. A senior Twitter executive has been caught mocking the man who may be his next boss, Elon Musk, for having Asperger's, calling Musk special needs in a Looney Tune. In the video, Alex Martinez talks to an undercover Project Veritas reporter at a bar. Martinez said advertisers were freaking out over the possibility of free speech with the Musk takeover. Here is Martinez mocking Musk.
2: Yes, yeah. yeah, I know that. he's so special. Your special needs, you're literally special needs.
1: <laughs> so I, I can't even take what you're saying seriously. The 50-year-old billionaire spotted the video online and quickly hit back at Martinez's comments saying, Twitter executive trashing free speech and mocking people with Asperger's. Musk's $44 billion deal, meanwhile, to take over Twitter is on pause as he seeks information about the percentage of spam and fake accounts on the platform. Michael Sussman's trial underway in Washington, D.C. He's the former Hillary Clinton campaign lawyer. A member of Special Prosecutor John Durham's team told jurors yesterday Sussman allegedly lied to the FBI in a bid to use it as a political tool for an October surprise against Donald Trump before the 2016 presidential election. The 57-year-old Sussman ignored proper protocol and instead reached out directly to a friend, then FBI General Counsel James Baker, to hand over since debunked Internet data, that purportedly linked a Trump Organization computer server to Russia's Alpha Bank, Prosecutor Deborah Britman Shaw said yesterday during the opening statements. Meanwhile, Donald Trump Jr. also points his finger at National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan. Well, yeah,
2: I mean, it, it, it's quite clear. Uh, John Durham has found evidence that the Hillary campaign and people who work there, there's been lawyers indicted already, but people like Jake Sullivan seem to have a clear understanding and perhaps even an involvement of what was going on. That guy is essentially uh, Michael Flynn in Joe Biden's administration. He was perhaps involved in spying on a sitting president.
1: Trump and his allies allege that the FBI's investigation of possible collusion between Russia and the 2016 Trump campaign was a witch hunt. Former FBI director, special counsel Robert Mueller in 2019 said his team of investigators found No evidence of Trump conspiring with the Kremlin. If convicted, Sussman faces up to five years in prison. The first public congressional hearings on UFOs in half a century got underway yesterday. Officials said there are close to 400 reports from military personnel of possible encounters with UFOs, compared to only 144 noted last year in a U.S. intelligence report. Under Secretary of Defense for Intelligence and Security Ronald Moultrie.
2: and we're people just like you, just like the American people. We have our um, we have our um, our inquisitiveness. Uh, we have our questions. We want to know what's out there as much as you want to know what's out there. We get the questions not just from you; we get it from family members, and we get them night and day, uh, not just in committee hearings.
1: Scott Bray, the deputy director of naval intelligence, told lawmakers down in D.C. yesterday that they still haven't uncovered anything non-terrestrial in origin, even though there are incidents they can't explain. He cited improved sensors and increase in drones and other non-military unmanned aerial systems and aerial clutter, such as mylar balloons, as causes possibly for the uptick. Licensed gun makers built 11.3 million firearms in 2020. That's a 180 87 percent increase over the number they made in 2000. That according to a new report from the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms and Explosives. The effort is part of the Biden administration's effort to crack down on illegal guns amid rising violence throughout the country. President Biden has repeatedly urged a major crackdown on ghost guns. Here he is back in April. If you buy a couch you have to assemble, it's still a couch.
0: If you order a package like this one over here, it includes the parts you need, the direction of assembling a functioning firearm, you bought a gun.
1: Gun homicides in 2020 surged to their highest levels in 26 years, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. According to a report, an increasing number of so-called ghost guns, weapons manufactured with parts bought online or made on 3D printers, are being used in crimes. Police recovered almost 20,000 ghost guns in criminal investigations in 2021. That is up from just over 1,700 in 2016. Well, people who protest in front of private residences in Florida can face jail time and fines. That under a bill signed Monday by Republican Governor Ron DeSantis. He said it would prevent protests in Florida like those waged by abortion rights protesters in front of U.S. Supreme Court justices' homes in Virginia. Even Democrats have slammed protesters in front of justices' homes. Here's Senator Dick Durbin with The Hill.
2: I think it's
0: reprehensible. Stay away from the homes and families of elected officials and members of the court. You can express yourself, exercise your First Amendment rights, but to go after them in their homes, to do anything of a threatening nature, and certainly anything violent is absolutely reprehensible.
1: Florida's new law will make it a second-degree misdemeanor to protest in a manner that is meant to intentionally harass or disturb someone in their home. Violators face up to 60 days in jail and fines up to $500. Protesters may only be arrested after ignoring law enforcement's orders to disperse down in Florida. The new law will take effect on October 1st of this year. 77 WABC time check, 5.15. Luke Legrano's here for Justin Ellick with a look at sports.
2: Thanks, Deb. Hi, everyone. Luke Legrano here with your early news sports update. The Yankees are the top team in baseball and continue to play like it. They continued their series with the Orioles last night in Baltimore. And who's surprised by this? Aaron Judge tacked on some more to his home run tally. That one's
0: going to the center field going back. Home. Three.
2: Michael Kay on the call, a four-hit night, including two home runs for number 99. Yankees win 5-4. They'll play the Orioles again tonight at 7 5 The Mets played the St. Louis Cardinals twice yesterday. Things started off well when the bats got going in Game 1. Smith hooks one toward the right field line, a base hit. Jeff McNeil scores. Tom on his way to second. Carlson's throw, a good one, but not in time. Run scoring double for Dominic Smith. Wayne Rendazzo on the call there. Mets win game one by a score of 3-1, to one, but couldn't repeat the magic in the evening. St. Louis would take game two by a score of 4-3. They'll run it back with St. Louis again tonight at 7-10. And Rangers fans, I hope you're as excited as I am. The Blue Shirts are in Raleigh to play the Carolina Hurricanes as they continue their quest for the Stanley Cup. Igor Shesterkin will be back in net for New York. Frederick Anderson returns from injury to start for Carolina. You can catch the puck drop at 7 p.m. on ESPN tonight. That's your 77 WABC Sports update. For more sports content, follow 77 WABC Sports on Instagram and Twitter.
1: I'm Luke Legrano. All right, thanks, Luke. Your forecast from the Ramsey Mazda Weather Center. Increasing clouds today are high 69 overnight. Showers begin about 9 o'clock until 3 in the morning. That'll be followed by more steady rain, the low 58. There's an 80% chance of precipitation overnight and tomorrow. That rain should taper off by mid-morning tomorrow. With Some midday showers should end by about 3 in the afternoon, the high 70. Right now. 56 clear skies here in the Big Apple. Frank Morano standing by with your business report.
0: I'm Frank Moreno with your business report. The opening bell rings this morning after stocks closed sharply higher yesterday as investors did some bargain hunting on Wall Street. The Nasdaq jumped more than 2.5% following weeks of steep losses. Tech stocks, bank shares and travel stocks all advanced after the release of data on April retail sales and consumer spending. At the closing bell, the Dow gained 431 points. The S&P 500 rose 80 points, and the Nasdaq jumped 321 points. Prices at the pump continue to shatter records ahead of Memorial Day weekend. According to AAA, the national average for regular gas hits a fresh record of 4.48 a gallon on Monday. That marks an increase of 15 cents in the past week and 40 cents in a month. Gas prices are now up 27% from the day before Russia invaded Ukraine. Americans continued to pump money into the U.S. economy in April, with increased retail spending offering the latest sign consumers are driving demand at stores and manufacturers despite the pinch from high inflation. The Commerce Department said retail sales, a measure of spending at stores, online and in restaurants, rose a seasonally adjusted 0.9% last month compared with March. That marked the fourth straight month of higher retail spending. The cost of proposed rules on climate disclosure is emerging as a key battleground as businesses and politicians Fight over a plan to require companies to tally their impact on the environment and the risks they face from climate change. The Securities and Exchange Commission estimates the plan will raise the cost to businesses to comply with its disclosure rules from $3.9 billion to $10.2 billion. The SEC says the leap in expense equates to an ongoing additional cost of $420,000 a year on average, for a publicly listed small company, and $530,000 a year for a bigger firm. I'm Frank Morano on 77 WABC. I'll be back at 1 a.m. on the other side of midnight.
1: Thanks, Frank. Looking at futures this morning, the Dow and the Red down 74 points at 32,508. The s and 14 is down 14.5. The Nasdaq has fallen 76. Gold down $6.60 an ounce at $1,812.30. Crude oil up $1.58 a barrel at $113.98.
0: The WABC Early News.
1: Well, New York City has raised its COVID-19 alert level from medium to high. Mask wearing is recommended in indoor settings. A fifth wave of COVID sub is spreading here and in the nation. Officials are now seeing 308 cases of COVID and 10.2 hospital admissions on a rolling average per 100,000 persons. This New Yorker gave his opinion to NBC4 New York about the new guidance. It's a minor inconvenience,
2: but um, I think, you know, if that's what they're suggesting, you know, might as well take all precautions. The
1: upgrade to high alert status means that the COVID-19 hospitalization rate hit the key benchmark, 10 new admissions per 100,000 residents on a rolling basis, that based on current CDC community guidelines. School districts, including New York City, are seeing big drops in admissions over the past two years. New York City alone has lost some 50,000 students. Michigan, for example, has also lost over 50,000 enrollees. And out in Orange County, California, there are a quarter million fewer students than in 2019. One parent speaking to WBKW in Buffalo had this to say about the culprit behind the drop in attendance.
2: This pandemic is really going to just define their childhood one way or another. Um, You know, there'll be things that I don't think we'll ever go back to some of the stuff that we did before. It'll never really be the
1: same. America's public schools have lost at least 1.2 million students since 2020. Because school funding is tied to enrollment, cities that have lost many students, including places like Denver, Albuquerque and Oakland, are now considering doing things like combining classrooms, laying off teachers, or even shutting down entire schools. Inflation is hitting New York renters hard. New Yorkers need to double their average income just to afford the escalating median rent in the five boroughs. That according to a study from the city's Department of Housing, Preservation, and Development. The median rent price in 2021, $2,750. dollars Despite this, two weeks ago, the New York City Rent Guidelines Board proposed the biggest hike for rent-stabilized apartments in nearly a decade. Bronx Bronx resident Sheila Garcia adamantly against that hike. When you come to the Bronx, where I'm sitting here with tenants, that's 33%. 33% of all households are paying more than 50% of their income in rent. Even with these high prices, the citywide vacancy rate stands at 4.54%, meaning, of course, most available apartments are rented. The HPD will release additional information from their 2021 survey in the months to come as the New York City Council reviews the agency's findings to determine specifically if New York City remains in a housing emergency and if there will be a continued need for rent stabilization laws more problems for the notorious rikers island jail complex on tuesday a bronx supreme court found the department of corrections in contempt for denying detainees on rikers island access to medical care failure to comply with a court order could cost the city hundreds of thousands in fines under threat of federal takeover the doc is outlining a plan for what it describes as a complete overhaul Here's Tina Luongo from the Legal Aid Society.
0: None of us have faith. The communities, the family members, the mother, no one has faith because we've seen nothing from anybody.
1: Four detainees have died in custody so far this year. Twenty one died in custody in January since January of 2021. And next week, a federal judge will review the plan that is being developed by the DOC if it's rejected The city could be stripped of its authority to run the Rikers Island Jail Complex. Taxpayers on the hook for a massive new $30 million entryway and staircase at the Times Square subway station. MTA CEO Jano Lieber unveiled this stunning first-class 15-foot-wide staircase at the center of Broadway Plaza, at 43rd Street on Monday. The
2: 42nd Street Connection project represents what the MTA was doing in the middle of the pandemic, which was building, building faster, building better, getting the system ready for New Yorkers to come back. And we're very proud. This is a highlight of that effort.
1: The new entrance provides direct access to Times Square. The project also included a new $10 million elevator from the street to the mezzanine. The project also includes a street-level canopy, an expanded turnstile area, 18 new close-captioned surveillance cameras, and a 4,600-square-foot mosaic by artist Nick Cave. Surveillance video is out as police search for a gunman whose stray bullet killed 11-year-old Kyra Tay of the Bronx on Monday night. The girl, an innocent bystander, was struck a half a block away when gunfire erupted on Westchester Avenue norca sanchez is the girl's aunt talking about 11 years old girl with a whole future a whole family devastated with this loss nypd officials say a man was being chased by two suspects riding a scooter when shots rang out police say the passenger on the scooter then fired shots at the man and one of the bullets struck tay in the abdomen a half a block away she died late Monday night at Lincoln Hospital, and you can take a look at the video of the shooting on our website, wabcradio.com, as please search for suspects in this case. Your forecasts from the Ramsey Mazda Weather Center increase in clouds throughout the day. Today are high 69 overnight. Showers begin about 9 o'clock until. 3 a.m. in the morning, that'll be followed by more steadier rain. The overnight low is 58 with an 80% chance of precipitation. Tomorrow, that rain should taper by mid-morning. and some midday shower should end by about 3 in the afternoon on Thursday, the high 70. Right now, 56 degrees under clear skies here in the Big Apple. Well, Nestle has announced it will fly extra baby formula into the United States from Switzerland and the Netherlands. Nestle is looking to accelerate deliveries to try and alleviate the severe shortage here in the U.S. The move comes after the Food and Drug Administration Monday said it was encouraging overseas manufacturers to apply to ship their formula here to the U.S. The FDA is easing rules that had effectively prevented shipments from many such companies. Switzerland-based Nestle is the third largest player in the U.S. baby formula market with a 9.7% share according to Euro Monitor.
0: It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC.